3: Right now, get up to 30% off at Bluenile.com. Bluenile.com.
1: Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. Alice K? Yes? This is your big day.
3: It's my big day? Why is it my big day?
1: Well, I'd like to say. You know why it's your big day? Why? Because I have a new, I have a new theory. And I okay. came up with it today, as a matter of fact.
3: Why does that make it my big day?
1: Because you get to be the first recipient of this theory. <laughs> oh, Good. You know how we've got a cultural problem here, and, and it's so important to everybody to show how how benevolent and good and virtuous they are, mm-hmm. and people want to pair off any way they can into their tribe, yeah, and let you know, like you know, anything. Anytime they see something that looks like it could be a little bit Trumpy, they're going to run the other way and do the opposite thing, mm-hmm. right? I something hit me today as I was driving. I was driving. Um, from here to, um, I ended up driving up to Seabrook, New Hampshire, through Newburyport, Massachusetts, up to Seabrook, New Hampshire. And I kept witnessing the same thing that there, people are on, there's usually a small car, Tesla, Prius, smaller car, Mini Cooper even. And they're going exactly the speed limit or a little slower. Mm-hmm. And then there's somebody behind them who's like, "Holy jeez, p- go fat, you know, move your." And, and I'm seeing it more and more, I'm noticing it more and more, and because I'm like, you know, since since my guy Lionel, I'm like, I'm just noticing impending problems now more in the streets, mm-hmm. and I swear to God that for people, progressives and people, those kind of people, Lionel's, yeah. They are absolutely abiding by the state sanctioned speed limits to the T just to show that they are in compliance fully. Right. These are the same people who I just saw on Twitter today are noticing all the flight delays and cancellations and saying, Is it any coincidence that this is all happening after they got rid of the mask mandate? And, and a friend of ours who we know said, Nope. In other words, we had a chance to do some compliance in the airplanes. We didn't, and everything, all the order just fell to pieces. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. I believe it's the same thing on the roads. And that's why they... I think that's part of the reason why my friend Lionel went nuts last week, other than the fact he was probably also drunk, which is why I should have called the cops right then. So next time, next that's time... That's
3: what the cops said, too. I know, I know. They said, we can do more if you call us right I know.
1: then. You know, who knew... Who knew? Who's ready for some French psychotic <laughs> to f- call you an mf again and again with little explanation? Hmm. So, anyway. It does
3: make me think we should uh, spend more time around town at things where these things can happen. Because these people around here are just so psycho. Like, think how exciting this all was. Like... This stuff could happen all the time if we were out and mm-hmm. about more. Like our town has little like free concerts every week that we can go to and sit on a picnic blanket with the rest of the people in the town and listen to music by the gazebo. We could be out there. I'm sure somebody would attack you there. They would find some reason you were doing something wrong.
1: Well, oh maybe. I mean, maybe
3: it, you'd it, run into Lionel there.
1: It's possible. It's possible, although I don't know, yeah, he would know who I am. Yeah, I guess so. But that would be interesting. I would welcome
3: I know. I know. I would would. welcome him. That's what I I was saying. So maybe you should spend some more time being out and about publicly, getting on their nerves, because I think that's part of what it is too, right? It's about displays of deference to their worldview through a variety of ways i mean like part of it is that you wear the right clothes and drive the right car and your kid has the right lunch box and a stainless steel water bottle because they wouldn't have a plastic one and mm-hmm. all you know all the things that the right sort of people have all the trappings of uh you know sort of affluent middle class life mm-hmm. and then like also a lot of it is like the using pronoun stuff, the Ukraine flag stuff, the signaling. It, it's all a signal, right? That you're the right kind of people, right? Is there any doubt that Lionel is stands with Ukraine? Go. Please. I mean, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or like that the people driving exactly the speed limit stand with Ukraine?
1: Well, that's right. We, we've we noticed it all over the place on... on Every Facebook, many Facebook pages here. The town we used to live in, mm-hmm. some places in Connecticut. I noticed people saying, "By the way, I'm sick of cars zipping by my street." This spot, the speed posted is 20 miles per hour or 25 miles per hour. Some people are clearly going faster than that. There
3: was a guy in Melrose who started a whole Twitter account, right. speed trapping people right. himself, just on yes. a vigilante mission, yes. tweeting out people's information. And that is
1: not. These people are not officers <laughs> of the law. No. This is about. This is not. A busy street full of kids situation where there's somebody hot rodding it. These are people noticing that you're a little bit out of compliance. And right. they're fully in compliance with the state, with the establishment, with the patriarchy, really, which with the nanny, really. And there's this need to call you up for <sighs> What are you doing that? You slow down. You slow down. I mean... You- well, that's why I
3: say, because one half of it is signaling to other people that you're the right type of person, and the other part of it is being outraged that somebody else wouldn't bend the knee to whatever the thing of the week is this week that we all have to do, right? And, like, they get new things all the time. Around the 4th of July, they all start posting about fireworks and how it's, like, traumatic to people with PTSD and animals mm-hmm. and disrupts the insect life and the balance of all this stuff. De- like, And they all post, like, the same memes about it and get into a thing about this, whatever it is, right? And they all start until they get to the next thing. And then they all join that. And if you have a problem with it, then, like you say, the, it's a problem that you're out of compliance. There's like a sense that if we just all are righteous enough at the same time, that we'll achieve utopia. And if you don't believe in the pronouns or you do don't have a Ukraine flag at your house or if you don't drive the speed limit that makes no sense or in Tom's case run a red light or something Mm -hmm. if you don't follow the rules whether, whether explicit rules like speed limits or implicit understood rules that are that are more subtle mm-hmm. right about behavior it, that you are a problem and you are the reason why we can't have nice things right. you're the reason why there's still a pandemic you're the reason you being upset about gas prices is the reason why Putin's winning in Ukraine that's not an exaggeration people said that when the gas prices were cresting five whatever a gallon, right? They were saying, like, I'll gladly pay a little more if it if it right. helps Ukraine. when Like, it has anything to do with it. Like, you paying two bucks more for gas is going to somehow defeat Putin. Actually, it helps Putin. It's crazy. Like, it's absurd. But they don't... It's all, like, this idea that you being upset about the gas prices, you not following along with whatever XYZ thing we're all decided to be into this week... Oh, the reason trans people keep killing themselves is because you don't believe mm-hmm. in it. You have to believe in your heart. We all have to believe in our heart that Leah Thomas is really a woman together at the same time. And then trans people will be happy and not kill themselves anymore.
1: By the way, I stood up for myself today. Also, let me tell you, I was in the... It, that It's Hampton, New Hampshire, right? It's got the huge market basket, right? Is Seabrook? Him? Is that Seabrook that has mm-hmm. the the good one?
3: That's the one I go to. I was in
1: there today and it was a total and utter cluster bleep. Everything had a huge line curling around, bending around everywhere. I had maybe maybe fifteen items, mm-hmm. and I'm looking. There's no line. It, it, it is a cluster. I've never seen someplace so busy and and so many.
3: Why li- do you think Haverhill that parking lot was hopping too when I went there too? I don't know
1: what it was about today. I don't know. So anyway, I had my stuff and. I noticed that there is a – that there is a um, – that people – it's so busy that people are lining up in the cafe and the mm-hmm. cafe line where you'd pay for yeah. that food. And so I find the guy in blue, the officer, whoever, mm-hmm. the guy with the blue sh- jacket, and I say, can I jump in there with this? And he said, uh, sure. Sure. And uh he said, Sure, as long as you have nothing that needs to be weighed because it's not whatever. Okay. So I go and I notice that the girl I, I go in there and the guy the guy next to me behind saying this line's a lot better or whatever and I said, Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah, we'll see. We'll see. hmm So so um there's a few people in front of me who are together, like as a group, like two two guys and a girl, and, a girl, and I noticed them divvying up their items. Like you take five, you take five, and you take five. So, like, yeah. so that
3: they end up under the total number, the right. 12 items so or less number I get or whatever. There.
1: Well, I get there. Mm-hmm. It's my turn. And the woman says, yeah, this, this is lines for five items or less. Five items or less for this line. And let me tell you something. Yes, true. That's true. This is a woman in her late 60s, maybe, you mm-hmm. know. But. I would, have, they, they, I would have been the Seabrook Police and New Hampshire State Police <laughs> and feds would have had to intervene on the standout as if I'm going to put some of the things, place them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And so she said it's has 5 and I said, uh, no, the guy, your guy over there in the blue told me I could come in here and he told me to come in here and do that. And she said, "No, well, it's five in here, maximum. I said, I I, am not, I don't, I am paying for these items right here, or not. <laughs> well Actually, going back and, God damn it! that's what I should have done? <laughs> I should have said, okay, well, I'm going to steal the other 15 then. So, so, that's what I should have done. I never had the right thing to do at the time. Is that a good thing? <laughs> oh, it would have been great. I actually, there was a time I, I had one of those things one time. There was a time I the old Brookline stop in Star Market. Did I ever tell you about this? Mm-mm. I was um, I forgot. Anyway, it's, it's it, anyway. I, it, it, the end is I'm I walk out of the place with the groceries because nobody helped me. So I'm like, is anybody? Is are you guys just talking? Is nobody gonna? And they said, okay, fine. Anyway, so so anyway, this 75 year old woman who uh, if, if she uh, she relents. And she said, well, I don't even know what I what I what I scanned. It didn't scan. It, so that's fine. But you know what else? I stood up for it. And also, the guy next to me had more items, too. And right. I was like, I freaking just fought this battle for you. And I cleared the way for you. But he didn't say anything. <sighs> but I just want It's one of it's, the I, pioneers
3: are never appreciated. It's huh? not
1: exactly a profile and moment. moment. <laughs> oh, are you sure? Well, it mean, seems pretty brave to me. Honey. Well, thank you. But you know what? There I... And I think a lot of you guys are with me on this. There comes a time in life when you said, when you say to yourself, maybe it's after your mid thirties or whatever. You know what? Not every situation is going to end up with me getting effed. (laughs) And as a matter of fact, I've had enough of those in my life, and probably you have too. With the used to be long distance carriers or the cable company or whatever, with somebody double charges or somewhere, I've had enough of those Mm -hmm. losses where Tom loses. And now I'm I'm. I am fighting the battle, Ellis. I am Good. fighting the battle. Even with my friend, my my friend uh, Lionel last week. Mm-hmm. You know, I was heading to the police station. He turned off. I then stopped and turned around so I could get him on the documentary, on, with the video. Right. Because it wasn't going to end with this guy getting to go have a psycho on me and that's it. You know? Right. I wanted to make sure that I could, you know, a Thousand Ways to F You Back. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to make sure that, um, that uh, this is not a, a simple all-out Tom Shattuck loss. hmm And so there you go. There you go. That was my friend Lionel, or Lionel, as uh, a caller says. All right. Shall we get to the... Uh, to the start, actual we start the news? show? Let's go for it. Okay. <sighs> so I've, sp- I've spent way too much time today on this, but I noticed that there is a, there's a promo out for Katie Turr's book. Katie Turr is was a reporter, or may, maybe still is at MSNBC, <clears throat> one of the brave reporters who stood up to Donald Trump again and again. Well the mean crowd, you know, set booed her. Yeah. And she um, she was a reporter. And she was a total she was a total spoiled brat, upscale, elite, pain in the ass. And, of course, she immediately wrote a book about how brave she was having to deal with Trump. And, oh, my goodness. I, I think she
3: so- was at one of the campaign headquarters on 2016. Yeah, she was at Trump's, as a matter Trump's-, of Trump's? Okay, I couldn't remember which one. Okay.
1: Thank you, Alice. Thank sorry. You. Thank you. <laughs> sorry. You know what? And I'll get to that. I, <laughs> you know that what? That stepped-on the war- show. You can
3: warn me it's- stuff if you – you can warn me stuff.
1: Thank you, Alice. Shall I just go to that cut now? Just in- 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 Do you
3: want – no, pretend I didn't say anything. Okay. Go ahead.
1: So – Anyway, this is part of her promo.
3: There was just a
0: Gallup poll out today that shows that the trust in, in media and newspapers and television is you know, hitting an all-time low. People don't trust us. They don't believe us. And it makes me wonder if this job, as I'm currently doing it, is effective, uh, but if it's doing more harm than good. I don't have a good answer for that.
1: Wow. Thoughtful. Riveting. That's Katie term. Wondering, people don't seem to like us or trust us. It's, what is it that we're doing? Which brings me to, actually, the election eve of 2016. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She was Imagine there that night that covering the up. events at Trump campaign headquarters. Now, listen to this is as the night is moving on. It's getting very clear now that things hadn't gone as they were supposed to, mm-hmm. that things were veering into the absolute cataclysmic. A conclusion that these people don't want to believe is happening. So they go down to ask for Katie Term for uh, they throw to her down at the Trump headquarters. To ask her what's going on, and obviously there should be excitement happening, and I just saw this campaign advisor, and they're saying this, and one family came from Houston, and they thought it would never happen.
0: He has gotten this far by defying political norms, by defying the system, by breaking the rules, Uh, not despite it, but by doing it. That's what his supporters um, have liked about him.
1: Full of disdain. That's how he's gotten this far, because he's defying norms. As she says, salty. I mean, you should be... If you're an election night as a reporter, and you're at the campaign, especially the one that's winning, Right. there's all sorts of good stuff. There's all sorts of yeah, good stuff. Yeah, but that was to get-
3: supposed to be the assignment that was supposed to be at the Clinton campaign. This was supposed right. to be a different assignment. This right, was supposed but, to be like tonight we've witnessed the rejection of the toxic whatever that Donald right. Trump that's what that and, was and supposed now, to be, And now of course you assignment. can hear,
1: listen to what they're, the, you can hear them once mm-hmm. again singing in the background.
0: He has gotten this far by defying political norms. By defying the system. By breaking the rules. Uh, not despite uh, it, but by doing it. That's what his supporters um, So the Trump
1: people been. are singing hey hey goodbye because Hillary's losing more states and they're watching it on tv
3: you're making me want to go back and watch
0: this
1: i know yeah.
3: guys, this is a divi- guys this
0: is a divided country right now as much as he energized his own supporters he revolted millions of americans and we-
1: what what do you what kind of play-by-play is that he revolted millions of americans wait no tell us the sights and sounds in the room and talk to some people
3: right you're not on the panel right. at the news desk you're supposed to be reporting what's happening where you are
1: right but she's of course she's sickened. Too important for that she's sickened by the all these people around in a good <laughs> mood all the norms have been by the way not that it matters at all but she compares donald trump to her own father bob tort who has now had a sex change and is a woman which I'm sure, I'm sure her up, her elite uh, upbringing was absolutely. I'm sure they had a, a nice, uh, redone Victorian house and Range Rovers, no doubt. And there was probably a psychosis level in that house that was uh, <laughs> unmeasurable.
0: We saw this from city to city, especially in the more urban areas, especially the areas that were closer to the the border with Mexico. Large crowds of people that would come out and protest defiantly, uh, refusing to accept Donald Trump as a legitimate candidate and getting into confrontations with his supporters. We saw riot police in city after city in this country.
1: Now, she's not calling out those people rioting. Those no. people attacking the Trump supporters. She's saying, look what he's caused. Look what he's sowed. You mm-hmm. know, he's sown all of this hatred. And it made, it made riots happen. It made riots happen. It was so terrible. I heard a huge
0: <laughs> cheer from the
1: crowd. They're
0: reacting to what they're seeing on Fox News.
1: <clears throat> How Debbie Downer is this? You hear a huge cheer from the crowd. Actually, there's an exuberant thing happening there. Maybe somebody <laughs> should should check it out. We hear a huge cheer. They're 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 reacting to Fox News.
3: Oh. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> cool, lady. She has to throw that and, in there. No,
1: she's wondering like why why don't people trust the the media? Because you had a little pissy breakdown, poor taking my ball and leaving just bitchy fest in front of millions of people because the candidate that you didn't want to win won, and you're supposed to be the reporter, the hardened reporter, but you're upset. Katie wanted the other person to win. I wanted the other person to win.
0: Heard a huge cheer from the crowd. They're reacting to what they're seeing on Fox News. Um, uh, essentially, though, what happens next with the Trump campaign is still. And unknown, guys. And that's going to be the big question that dominates the news cycle.
1: Can you tell us why they're cheering, Katie? Can, can anybody <laughs> Is let anything us know? happening that yes, you can tell us about? Right. Because there seems to be an absolute explosion of cheering.
0: For the next three
1: months. So, it, so anything could happen. We don't know what's going to happen for the next three months. Alright, we're watching a celebration at Trump headquarters. We'll keep in mind uh, they're not reacting to anything that we have reported. Uh, yeah, they're reacting to the thing that everybody else is reporting, which is the piece of forbidden news that is just breaking at whatever in the morning. So he's going to toss it here to um, Kelly O'Donnell. You tell me if you...
3: <laughs> Who's Kelly O'Donnell? Was she at the Clinton campaign? Yes. Okay.
1: Um, uh, you tell me what you hear in her voice. The news organization, yeah. I guess. Let's go to NBC's uh, Kelly O'Donnell. Kelly?
0: Lester, I can tell you that sources tell me that Hillary Clinton has telephoned Donald Trump to concede this election. It is now president-elect Donald Trump. Sources say the phone call was placed just a short time ago where the former secretary of state has conceded the general election to Donald Trump, who has never held elective office and is now the president-elect.
1: you going to be okay, Kelly? (laughs) He's never held—like, why add that? By the mm-hmm. way, he's never held like an office and now he's the president of lot. Oh, you, why do people not trust the media? I don't get it. Here's more uh here's more Katie. This is Katie Tur and there's some other woman involved in this too. She's explaining to John Podhoritz, who's the commentary magazine guy, mm-hmm. who actually has a brain in his head that the middle class is gone.
0: You have this class of people who have more wealth than everybody else combined and Almost no middle class any longer, and people who have no money whatsoever were basically living on
1: uh, on we the poverty no, line. We have no middle class. <laughs> we we have a
0: much smaller middle class no, we than we historically used <laughs> no, to. We yes, don't. we do.
1: No, we don't. That's actually not true. But in any case. What you're talking about? We just had a government is,
0: shutdown where where 800,000 yeah. federal workers were missing one or two yeah. or two paychecks, and a number of them said that they were they were worried about paying groceries because mean, they that couldn't. That doesn't mean that but, they're but not living, the middle class. But living paycheck to paycheck okay. is not middle class.
1: Sure, it is. What? Middle class is an income level middle class is an income yes, but level. if, if not, wages are not growing and the cost of living is wanna, higher, I, yeah. then, then, then
0: certainly the income level that you're talking about that used to be middle class is no longer that. You're actually working more. If you are living paycheck to incorrect. paycheck and you cannot buy food for your family, how is income, that middle class? The in,
1: median income in this country has gone up $6,000 in the last two years. From forty-seven <laughs> to $53,000 a year. So everyone's doing year. fine? I'm not saying everyone's doing fine. So you everyone's just doing said fine? that there's no middle class anymore. That's a crazy not thing can you imagine? Just say that the middle class is gone. Just say that everybody's hurting. John, stop it. That's what we're going with. Wondering why the uh, Americans don't trust the media, or maybe her positioning of the president.
0: I, you know, you talk about the president. Um, not you specifically. I think we okay. generally sometimes talk about the president in saying that the best way to get him not to do something is, or to do something is to tell him not to do something. That's how you talk. That's what happens with your four-year-old.
1: And once again, this is Katie. Ters, new promotion and she's all all the media. She is everybody mm-hmm. her new promotion of her book
0: There was just a Gallup poll out today that shows that the trust in, in media and newspapers and television is you know, hitting an all-time low people don't trust us They don't believe us and it makes me wonder if this job as I'm currently doing it is effective
1: uh, but if it's doing more harm than good. Yeah, it is doing more harm than good. It is. Mm-hmm. And it's a big you position the president as acting like a four-year-old or bitching and moaning on election night because your guy didn't win or demanding... That podhores fall in line because Trump destroyed the middle class, or even even small factual things that erode, I think, uh, her credibility. In the beat with Ari Melber
0: starts right now. Hi, Ari.
1: Hi, Katie. I wanted to wish you a uh, happy President's Day.
0: You know, it is George Washington's Day here, Washington Day here in New York, unlike the rest of the country, because George Washington, native son of New York.
1: Big up, big New Yorker. That's right. East Coast.
0: He was known. As an East Coast one. He was a he was New York's big papa.
1: That was an intelligent exchange, uh, Alice. Would you say that George Washington was a native son of New York?
3: Uh, I would say Virginia, probably.
1: That's correct. <laughs> okay. That's just correct. That's where he was. That's where he was born and raised. That's correct. If
3: I had to guess. But that's correct. <sighs> uh,
1: uh, more. So,
3: but the oh, are you doing more Katie?
1: Turr? More or- Katie? Okay.
3: Twitter's go-to presidential fact checker, Daniel Dale,
0: Washington bureau chief for the Toronto.
1: What a pair! There's a pair for you. He's
0: your favorite star, Daniel. Why are, are Democrats so hesitant to start impeachment proceedings? They have an abundance.
1: This is what during Michael Cohen, when Michael Cohen was saying that Trump wrote tra- checks to strippers and porn stars <laughs> after he slept with him.
0: Of, of avenues to take there's the uh, obstruction angle there's donald trump 's taxes potentially what they may hold Michael Cohen what they may accused hold. him of committing a felony while he was the president of the United States that 's a lot more than they had with Nixon
1: lot more is it yep absolutely <sighs> all those things potentially if they hold we'll see <sighs> we're almost done with KDLs okay almost done with Katie. Hang on one second. Um, also, of course, you know, you would want to apply something to memory if you're doing the subject of a news, news story. Especially to memory? Committed to memory. Especially um, if this person, it's possible, may rise to some prominence. So this is 2018.
0: Rick DeSantis ran on embracing Donald Trump. Ron DeSantis
3: and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST.
0: I said Rick a moment ago. Excuse me. Ron DeSantis. Who do you plan on voting for? Is it Andrew Gillum? Yes! yes. Rick DeSantis, anyone? Ron DeSantis. No. Ron, DeSantis. <laughs> Ron DeSantis. Why do I keep saying Rick? <laughs>
1: we reached out to Rick Santos She got Andrew Gillum, the Democrats name, right? Mm-hmm. Damn right.
0: DeSantis to come on this show. And while there are a number of Gillum supporters behind me, Ron DeSantis. I'm sorry I keep saying that. Ron DeSantis. Rick DeSantis, uh, we invited him on. He didn't come on. Uh, not to say that it's Ron DeSantis. I keep saying Rick. I don't know why that is stuck in it my head. Subscribe. I think I'm missing <laughs> the two of them. I apologize. My apologies go out there. Why has, um, you know, Rick DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, God, I will say it wrong this entire show.
1: So <sighs> this one, I have three more Katies, Allison. This, is, this speaks to you because this is the, during the time, this is 2018 when you were um, radicalized. Mm-hmm. This is Katie Turr talking to Beth Wilkinson who was um, Brett Kavanaugh's lawyer. Okay. The, um, Christine Blasey Ford had just made her appearance mm-hmm. and had literally shaken the country with her story, which her truth, which we know was absolutely <laughs> true. Here's Katie.
2: Are you calling her a liar? I'm not calling her a liar. I think she has known about this for a while, supposedly, and so is Mr. Avenatti. He waved this on some of your programs uh, since last weekend and said he knew about it.
1: Sorry, it's the Avenatti. Oh,
2: the Julie, whatever.
1: Sweatnik, yeah. um, thing, Rape.
2: And he never went to the police? As an attorney, I know what my obligation is. It's to my client. And if I had represented her, it would have been my duty to go to the police immediately. Well, now, given why that, is it that, that none
0: are scores of those people of have people come over years, years Why is your client not demanding an FBI investigation scores to, get to the over bottom years. of this?
1: He- her question was, why is Kavanaugh not demanding the FBI? An
3: FBI investigation into himself.
1: Well, Please, or, well, FBI. I would like well, to, to be to, investigated. to discredit these women. Right. right, which is not something... There's no number to call to say, I'd like <laughs> you to launch an investigation, please. Yes, I have complaints about... Somebody
3: this. has gone on CNN and said they remember me raping them. Would you please investigate to make sure
2: I didn't? He didn't know about this until it came out today. Oh, sorry. Mr. Avenatti has had this information for weeks, months. I don't know how long he's had is he it? now demanding an FBI investigation? He, he knows he didn't do it. It's not his job if the, if the committee wants to demand an investigation. <laughs> Can you see if maybe I did? What can I don't you just know?
3: Double check,
1: because <laughs> I might have I was <laughs> raping somebody. I remember. I'm not. Why doesn't
0: he want an FBI investigation, though? No, if he knows he's innocent, and there are multiple people out there who can,
1: who could go. <laughs> this up... is Katie Turr, the person saying, "I think people don't believe the media anymore. I don't understand. Was it me?" On the record and,
0: and go under oath, or or be interviewed by the FBI under uh, threat of perjury. Why would he not want the FBI to get involved? Say...
1: Interrogate me, please. <laughs> Be more fierce. Can you... you put
3: me on a lie detector? Test play good cop, play? bad cop. I want a
1: hanging light bulb with no with no. Uh... Yeah,
3: keep me up for thirty six exactly. hours
1: without food or drink. Be brutal, while please. You, Waterboard while you me.
2: Interrogate me.
1: I'm capable of deep lies. Don't let me ask for a
2: lawyer, either. ...work the way you're suggesting, that the burden gets put on somebody when there's an accusation. Well, this isn't a court there's trial, nothing, this
0: is a job interview, it's two different
2: things. No, 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 it's out here in the public opinion, and what you're doing right now is a perfect example. You're claiming because he was drinking, he must have done it. No, it makes I asked it more likely. you, I asked you, can he be confident public, in his memories? Don't put this is, words in my mouth.
1: This, Ooh, a Kamala moment.
2: ...ask you if he was confident in his forum. memories, that's all I asked. Yeah, but I I heard your last session and you guys were all saying, oh, there's so much detail. There's no detail in here. There's no place. There's one or two years generally. There's no other people. There's no dates. There's no times. There's no information here other than that there are multiple people supposedly involved. Does your client believe any of the accusers against the president?
1: Huh?
0: Does he what? I'm sorry. Does he believe any of the women who came out and accused the president of sexual misconduct? I,
2: I don't know what that has to do with this. I've never discussed that with him. We're talking about what's happening here. And I came today to be on your program to tell you exactly what he believes and what we know. And that's it.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine that? Does your
3: client believe the moon landing happened? Does your client believe that OJ was innocent of killing Nicole Brown? Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, like, why not? You're right there. So um and then around the same time maybe even the same show Katie Turr had two lawyers on meanwhile um the the this topic of course was cuz that same day The Bill Cosby trial, Bill Cosby just got found guilty and is going to jail.
2: So to see him have such a fall from grace, uh, to be convicted of three felonies, to be now deemed a sexually violent predator, to be Mm -hmm. facing prison time is is incredibly overwhelming. And all of this happening in the same week that we're looking at Brett Kavanaugh and the allegations Mm -hmm. of women uh, against him for sexual uh, assault.
1: Same thing same exact thing during the break i'm scrolling through twitter and i'm looking at people actually saying and applauding the judge and in, in this sentence and then in the same breath wanting to defend kavanaugh and i and it, it's disturbing to me because again like Ariva said this is a monumental defining moment this week when you have someone like cosby going to prison and then in the same breath having kavanaugh possibly going to the highest court in the land and so anyone that's defending kavanaugh could not in the same breath now applaud this um, jury ver- or this uh, this verdict
2: that the judge has handed down in the same breath. It just doesn't make any sense. You see, it's weird. It's almost
3: like some people are innocent of things and other people are guilty of things, and courts figure out which ones Do are you not
1: which. Hear, Christine <laughs> Ford.
3: <laughs> okay, okay. It's yeah. just funny because I guess that's a spot you end up in when you decide that everything's like systemic and mm-hmm. part of a pattern. Is it's like all the things are connected. Like Trump and Cosby and Kavanaugh and Clarence Thomas are all the same thing. So because it's all part of a system, it's all part of the patriarchy and we're in the Handmaid's Tale, literally. So that's, that's where you end up. There's no individual right to be innocent until proven guilty or anything like that. You're part of the patriarchy pattern. So you have to be on one side of that or the other. There's no making an informed decision about a particular case one at a time in this worldview.
1: Right. So, something has happened subsequently. Mm-hmm. And this is... the All of these media people, they felt offended by the Trump presidency. They felt it was never credible. They couldn't understand how it was possible. Mm-hmm. So, they never did the work to get their minds around it. They never did the work to have a personal reckoning with, you know... um, with how people in the Rust Belt felt ignored and and and, and stepped on by the political establishment, mm-hmm. et cetera. they never had that reckoning. Which is why after the after the uh, after the election, they went around looking for racists everywhere, and they sent the black comedian to find some racists. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, everybody was really nice to him and not racist. You know, <laughs> and. And so they they never could handle it. So they, they, they,
3: And that's the same impulse that drove all the Mueller stuff and the dossier stuff and everything well, else. They had to find a reason why yes. this happened that wasn't just that some people voted for somebody they didn't like.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And they couldn't just believe it. And, and reputable, reputable people uh, have my feeling have just lost their reputation. They're still
3: doing it. They're still doing it. If you Uh, look on Twitter comments, anytime like, so there was this big New Yorker article that we didn't even really talk about, but uh, interview with Trump um, or no, sorry, not New Yorker intelligence or New York magazine mm intelligence article uh, interview with Trump where um, he was saying essentially that he's made up his mind. He's going to run in so many words. He was saying this and he's just not sure he might announce it before the midterms or not. He's just not sure yet. So, um, this was, like, all big news. And in the comments are, like, three million liberals all going, oh, yeah, is that even allowed from jail? Good luck. Once the January 6th commission gets done you, you're going to be in jail for a long time. Like, they're all, like, they think... I mean, maybe they'll get him on witness tampering or something stupid, but, like, this... They're still locked into mm-hmm. the M- Mueller report fantasy world where Trump's going to be arrested any day now.
1: Right. And, and they like- spend every day saying... Right, they spent They every wake day, up every morning right. hoping and, today's and they the did day. During the presidency, they said, "Don't you see? This is uh, this is he's making this norms uh, a new norm, and it shouldn't be his treatment, his handling of the border. You know, the pain is the point. The pain isn't a bug; it's a feature. About mm, the border, the cruelty being, is the point. Exactly, yeah. all that stuff telling us. Even when the 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 uh, the who's the Iranian guy? Trump waxed.
3: Soleimani yes the
1: austere scholar that Trump killed <laughs> uh you know one of the moments notice I mean that was somebody Trump is irresponsible start trying to start World, World War III. everything that Trump did was absolutely terrible the uh, first step act they didn't report that was it that, that it one barely even happened I'm talking about that one right and the the first one when the trump uh unemployment went way down. And employment for for marginalized people went way up. They said, Mm -hmm. it still doesn't matter because wages still aren't up. And then wages went up. And they said, well, this is inherited from Obama. It doesn't matter. Many good things happened during the Trump presidency. Yeah. Uh, They were so consumed with their hatred and inability to reckon with the election that they focused on his idiotic tweets, which were out there and certainly unpresidential and moronic. (laughs) <laughs> and, and and just other things that he you know that, that they couldn't believe. Remember one of the when, the when the when he first was elected, they said he removed the statue of of MLK. And somebody was so excited for, from from the Washington Post, I think, to report that because yes, of course he is because he's a racist. Ha They were so they so wanted whatever they could to get on Trump to show mm-hmm. you you see and to yell at us, scold us, saying you see what you did, you see Charlottesville now. That's what you did. You see? You see? He just said that both Mm -hmm. people, fine people on both sides. That's right. You see what you did? You see what you did? These are the people. That's Lionel down the street. That's a person who's going, who's going at 20 miles per hour on a 20 mile per hour road right now saying, I am complying. I'm doing the right thing. You see what you're doing? See what you're (laughs) doing? You're being rogue. You're being... So so the media was all in on painting everything that Trump did as absolutely terrible. And And then they told us, you have to vote for joe biden look at the story of jill biden the story of the tragic loss of joe's daughter and and wife um you know joe um dealing with bo biden he's you know he he's uh he's normal again this is what normal dc politics looks like Mm -hmm. and you know what he's gonna trump did cost us did start the pandemic and you know and did really we know that you know this the the culture of racism that 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 resulted in George Floyd's death and the wanton killing of thousands of black men every day by police officers. That obviously, who, who do those cops vote for? Right. Mm-hmm. That's a Trump thing. So bring on Biden. Here's your chance, everybody. He's our guy. You see. And by the way, we'll show you. We'll show you what decency looks like. What happens when you have somebody who's normal? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Who this? The media will celebrate on election night, you know, and not even call out leaders, even though our curfews were in big cities. I mean, I mean, COVID regulations. When they said Biden won, they all partied in the streets with them. Lori Lightfoot and the idiot in in, in New York were outside, you <laughs> right. know, Dancing partying around with them. exactly. But had you done that the night before, then you'd be in a squad car. But that's fine. So now the problem is this. Mm-hmm. They are feeling wildly betrayed by Biden. Right. Because all of the things, including, you see, they had these touchstone moments where they said, look at this. Trump, Trump likes the, what's the guy, MBL? The Crown Prince? Oh, MBL. Yes.
3: Mohammed bin Salman. Is right.
1: It? You see, Trump likes that guy, obviously. He likes Trump. Biden won't be like that. Biden won't be like that. Obviously, Trump would... I mean, all of the things that, that they said Trump would destroy, had destroyed, all the international norms, etc. Mm-hmm. This guy, Biden, has proved them to be fools. And they are embarrassed by it. They're embarrassed mm-hmm. by it. And now they're... And it's really like having... You know, the first husband was a jerk. But the second husband, who you told everybody, by go, guys, now I've got this husband, he's the best in the world, ends up being a bigger jerk and abuser than the first husband ever could have been, ever. Of course. And now it's just a huge betrayal to them that Biden has done this to them, mm-hmm. that they're having to deal with people that they know dealing with uh, formula shortages and inflation and all this crap that's back in, from back in the 70s. And now they're unable to contain... Unable to contain their anger anymore, at at Joe Biden, so the Margaret Brennan started her CBS show today, essentially slamming Biden on the economy, bringing Adam Kinzinger to to talk a little bit Trump January six, and then you spent, gotta
3: give the viewers what they want. Everyone's then, just been glued to the trial, the oh, must see right. TV of that summer, honey. And then spent
1: <laughs> the rest of the show talking to economists. Hmm. Uh, other channels had. Had um um who's the guy um the epidemiologist who was uh anyway the, the guy who was who also works for Pfizer. Hello, no. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: the oh Scott Gottlieb.
1: Gottlieb, exactly. Him saying that the the monkeypox situation is a result of ineptitude at, at from the federal agencies. Once again, now monkeypox. He called it a pandemic. He said, yes, it's a pandemic. The administration doesn't want to call it that for obvious reasons.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, We've like we said monkey... last week, they've effed this up they, they've in multiple this up. ways. And we, they're yes. trying to message their way out of it by talking to LGBTQ plus influencers. Like they're... E-
1: exactly. It's a total mess. Locally dumb Democrats are like, there's almost going to be a mask mandate in New York again soon. It's mm-hmm. like, this is craziness. This is craziness. So Martha Raddatz now starts her show. And she's had enough. She's had enough of being embarrassed and humiliated by this administration. Right. You know, it's it's portrayed them as total fools. And this is how she starts her show.
0: But after promising during the 2020 presidential campaign to make Saudi Arabia a pariah for the murder of Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi, the president traded tough talk for fist bumps urging the oil-rich nation to boost production amid rising pressure to combat sky-high inflation and soaring gas prices. The Saudis made no such guarantee during the trip.
1: That is a an uppercut from the media. That is that is that one stings.
3: Yeah. I mean, and AFP tweeted too. Their tweet was something like uh let me find it again. Sorry, I was looking around. It was like that he's lost now his reputation for being a fierce defender of human rights because he went and hobnobbed with them and fist bumped and stuff, too. I mean, this is like the hard news agency of the world, Agence France Presse. And they're like saying this about him that he's lost this reputation now because he's chilling with MBS and all the people. It's really crazy, like, to see how much the media has turned on
1: him. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we have to do... We're, so we'll continue this on the other side for the Patreon stuff. Oh, by the way, check out my sub stack. Alice Shattuck wrote a brilliant, brilliant piece on uh, lack of transparency in state government and incompetency again. Incompetency, right, and it's
3: it, it's half paywalled. The first chunk payable. of it is free, so...
1: That's right. We'll we'll screenshot and release almost the whole thing anyway in, on social media, so... Um, when I say we, who do I mean else? <laughs> and so anyway... So we're going to get to the chat chat now, and then um, we also want to hit this um, this woman who is who was shot at by this guy. What is her name? I have it here somewhere. I have 26 cuts. Arabella Foss Yarbrough. She was uh, Wednesday night, a, a dude in the neighborhood was shooting.
3: Right, in her building.
1: Yeah, was shooting at people in her building, and uh, she was terrified. Then the cops came and shot him. And so there was pro angry protests about it because, of course, it, everything's got to be about race. Mm-hmm. And um, she had enough and she went nuts in the crowd and it was pretty good stuff. But now we go to the chat chat. Does that work for you? It's fine with me. All right. Hey, it's toast,
0: guys. Oh. Well, I'm torn because Tom says he likes me more because Mm -hmm. he thinks I stole plants from Noonan's. But I must speak out to defend my reputation. I simply meant that I already have too many plants, and now I've gotten more. So that's the story on my fairly stupid tweet. And As for being Patty Hearst, I can say that I am not Patty Hearst, but no one's ever seen us in the same room. So, Uh,
1: bye. That is correct. She had Hearst money, first of all, had and has. Second of all...
3: Hashtag believe toast.
1: Second of all, she is... My moles tell me that, essentially, she is the newest incarnation of the Thomas Crown Affair. Mm -hmm. That this is... She goes to high-end places, a distraction happens... And things walk out. I'm just saying, Alex, I'm not going <laughs> to out anybody. But but Toast, I only have respect for that. I am a, a low-level thief. So I am all for it. Whatever, whatever it takes. Isn't that great?
3: She didn't steal plants. Hashtag believe all cats. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't mess with dolomite. You just don't mess with dolomite. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. I'm going to Google it. Dolomite. It's probably from a movie. I should know it. Is Dolomite a movie? I don't know. It is a movie. It's a 1975 black exploitation crime comedy. I
2: don't
1: know. Oh, I I don't know it. I'm sorry about that. I I I missed all those. Although although I saw the thing with uh, was it Coffee Brown or something um with um, the with Tarantino's thing with well, that woman was really pretty.
3: And also it looks like it's a song lyric. If you Google, I don't know anything about this. So,
1: who's there? Okay. Everybody else all right? Yeah, they're still there. Okay.
2: All right. Okay. Hey there, it just occurred to me that I forgot
3: to uh, mention the other purveyor of the narrative in these parts, and that would be the Facebook community page. Um, but I don't subscribe to that one. So anyway, I had forgotten about them. Okay, thank you. Who was that? John. John and Wokefield. Oh, is that? That's John and Wokefield, I'm Oh, it is. Sure. I oh no, I'd okay, so that's part two voice. of
1: two. Okay, so this is part one. Okay. Okay, I didn't... Sorry. Okay.
2: Hello, yes, I have a message for the um, anyone
3: who might be able to reach the Wakefield daily item known
2: uh, at the intersection of the North Shore and um, Middlesex County as the item of record. Anyway, the word on the street in these parts or at least at the West Side Social Club, is that nobody likes the
3: new
1: layout and it doesn't look better. The old layout looked better. Anyway,
2: that's all I have to say. Thank you.
1: Oh, very interesting. Have you been there else? Mm Mm-mm. Very interesting. Hmm. Maybe we should check it out. What do you think? Maybe we should. Thank you, John, by the way. Hi, Steve from Aramac. Hey, Steve. very disappointed in the both of you that you had no idea who Paul Thomas Anderson is. Tom, uh, yeah. Boogie Nights,
2: There Will Be Blood. This past year he put out a fine film called Licorice Pizza, and yeah. his first film is not called Heartache. It's called
1: Hard Eight. It's a Vegas movie. It's really good. Check it out. Try to be better, okay?
3: <laughs> we'll try. We'll make an attempt. Wait, no, Sorry. So,
1: wait, so, so first of all, I, I don't know. I didn't. I'm not. What the freak is licorice pizza? I, I did. Hear I don't about look this, at a, a,
3: a. I don't have time, Steve. To I it. don't
1: look at a lot of talkies, especially mm-hmm. new ones. I don't trust people with this crap. Boogie Nights was thoroughly fine. Okay, I saw it in the theater. It was thoroughly fine. Um, it, but um, what are the other ones? I I'm disappointed in the both of you that you had no idea. Tom, uh Boogie Nights There Will Be Blood. What's there will be blood? Do you know Alice? I don't know. I don't look lo- go I don't watch this crap. I mean Is
3: that the oil one?
1: Is that the oil one? I don't know, is that it, um, Daniel Day-Lewis? Yes. Yeah, uh, that's not yeah it's, it's like not about my, oil or something. It's not my category yeah. of, of stuff.
3: I have seen that, I think, but I don't remember it that well.
2: This past year, he put out a fine film called Licorice Pizza, Ugh. and his that. first film is not called Heartache, it's called <laughs> Hard Eight.
1: It's a Vegas movie. I could. I'll look into heartache. I think
3: Justin corrected Something. us on the heartache thing on Twitter. Also, possibly.
1: Yes, I, I don't. I, I don't. You know. Uh, <laughs> let me just say this.
3: I don't believe you can't have an encyclopedic knowledge of Katie Tur's news hits, yes. and also have room for all this movie trivia. And I'm not going to
1: go out and see because because <laughs> Steve, because I know that you you care what. Um, uh, Rex, what's his name? <laughs> the, the film reviewer. Film reviewer. Hold on, film reviewer. Reviewer. Rex. Rex. No, the Rex. Alice, you're you're excused from this. What Rex is- Reed? No, because you're listening to what Rex Reed tells you. I'm not going to go watch uh, Hard Eight in Chocolat and the thing where the girl sleeps with the fish. I don't care about these movies that are that are you know mm-hmm. that are. L- licorice pizza. It already sounds like a dick-headed movie. I'm not watching it.
3: <sighs> it was highly acclaimed.
1: Oh, was it good? That's good. That's good. I'm not going to watch freaking Top Gun anyway. And the first one sucked. Oh, God. What are, you gonna... what are movies that you like? Um, Role Models. Okay. <laughs> role Models is a masterpiece. Okay. It is without flaw. It should have won 26 Oscars. It's a brilliant movie. I watch role models, and that might be it. And I Hugh Grant of- movies. Um, yes, yes, but else they're gonna think I'm a wimp if you don't.
3: <laughs> sorry, sorry. Tom's definitely not a wimp, guys. He likes very manly movies.
1: Pushed around a 76 year old cashier <laughs> today. <laughs> Mess with me, lady.
3: Um, you can. Uh, Yell at him on Twitter if you want to. Our Twitter handle is at Burn Barrel Pod. We're also at slash Burn
1: Barrel Pod. There will be blood. How Merrimack is that? Why are How you Merrimack mad at, is it? I like Steve from Merrimack. Hanging, Why no, are you hanging mad around at Steve with the from in, Merrimack in the cafes Leave of Merrimacks? Have you seen the, the newest motion picture? He's not. He's it's hanging out in the chat chat. No, he's asking not. you about it. This is the Merrimack Elite weighs in. Oh. <sighs> Um
3: anyway, what else do we have that you can check out? We have a website, Burnbarrow Podcast. I can't believe
1: they're building a Dunkin' Donuts near four ninety-five. That's Steve. Did. Oh, picketed by ta- the Picketed.
3: Hmm? Why are you attacking Steve? He's done nothing wrong. Jeez. Say lappy.